Hi and welcome back. This is Richard again with You Can Make It. And today we are talking about building a customer-centered organization. This is already episode 7. And I want to challenge you, if you've missed any of the other episodes, listen to them. It is my suggestion that you use this program starting off with the introduction. The first three episodes address the psychology of business. And the section we are in now, section two, handles the nuts and the bolts of business. Under this section, we've spoken about business education. We've spoken about the P's of marketing. And in episode six, we were looking at the greatest key to business success. I wonder who of you guessed that it would be word of mouth marketing. It took me many years to discover this. As my company was many times running in a self-destructive manner, where I would spend vast amounts of money advertising only to create customers who would actually badmouth my business. Remember, every individual on planet Earth has a circle of influence. We all have people that we talk to, people that we fellowship with, people that we influence. And by having a hit and run approach, in other words, you don't have sales clients, you have sales victims you will lose the ability to build your organization because your bad rapport and the bad sentiment will dominate anything else you try. Well, I hope you're convinced that this is the truth. Episode 7, Building a Customer-Centered Organization. One of the best stories I ever heard was this restaurant in the USA. They have a slogan, simple but effective. The slogan is YES. What was the question? What does this actually mean? Well, this means that when the customer asks something, the culture in this organization is of such a nature that all the staff have the mandate and the authority to go way beyond the company's normal operation to satisfy the customer needs. An example of this is if, for instance, a customer comes in and they order a cold drink that's not on the menu. The manager actually has authority to take money out of the till, send somebody to the shop to buy the cold drink that the customer wanted. This is what you call a customer-centered organization. I have a lot of material about this that you can utilize. I actually have a whole course about this. So yeah, I can only give you a few nuggets and tips. The first thing I want to say is you need to manage every moment of truth. The moment of truth refers to every interaction with a customer. And in those moments of truth, you need to exceed the customer's expectation. That means that you are under-promising and over-delivering. If you say to the customer, your computer will be ready by 3 o'clock, you have it ready by 8 o'clock. If you say to the customer, your computer will be ready by tomorrow, you have it ready by today. The customer must be surprised that your service level has exceeded your commitment, not the other way around. So you can think to build a customer-driven organization, you will need to actually implement and maintain certain systems. You will need to train your staff and one of the fundamentals, you will need to have proper communication with the customer. And what is proper communication with the customer? 
It is truly listening to the customer. It is what I like to refer to as seeing things through the eyes of the customer. Putting yourself in the customer's shoes. In psychological terms, this is referred to as empathy. The ability to feel what others feel. So how do we build this organization? We truly listen to our customer. We truly exceed the customer's expectation. We always under-promise and over-deliver. And we manage every moment of truth. Everybody expects to be treated well when they are buying something from you. But what happens if the product fails and you have a service complaint? Or if you want to return a product that you're not entirely satisfied with? Will the staff still treat you the same as they did during the sales process? Sadly, in most companies, the answer is no. In most companies, you are treated well when you are buying, at that moment of truth, that interaction with the customer. But as soon as you come back with that product, the salesman will point a finger to the service controller and you will deal with a grumpy service representative that normally makes no eye contact, normally has negative body language, does a lot of sighing, and then takes a lot of time to explain to you the terms and the conditions of the warranty. To say the least, this is not very customer friendly. No, the service call is a great opportunity to manage that moment of truth, to exceed the customer's expectation, to have the same attitude that when you're selling, if not better, and then to promptly address the customer's problem. To see things through the eyes of the customer, put yourself in the customer's situation with empathy and then resolve it effectively. Building a customer-centered organization is a culture shift that has to take place. And the managers and the owner have to lead by example. The manager or the owner has to show the staff that the customer is the most important person. The manager or the owner has to show the staff that the customer is not an interruption, but is the reason for the existence of the organization. Unfortunately, building a customer-centered organization cannot be done from a table. It cannot be done from an implementation document. It has to be done by leading, by example. Let me give you some practical examples. You are talking to a customer and your cell phone rings. What do you do? A. You answer your cell phone or B. You just push it to silent. The answer is B. You push it to silent because you are showing your staff and your customer that they are more important to you than anything else. The next one, you are packing out the product on the shelf. You have to install this product. There's a tap on your shoulder. It's a customer. They say, sorry for bothering you. I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. What do you do? Number one, you point them with a finger to the salesperson. Or B, you drop everything you're doing and you start assisting the customer with a smile and with enthusiasm. Obviously, the answer is B. To build a customer-centered organization, you have to be willing to serve the customers with the heart. You have to be willing to go the extra mile to stay 15 minutes later and wait for the customer, to do the extra effort to get the product in time, to think of the smaller things 
and give the customer additional value. At the end of the day, the ball is in your court. It is only you that can build a customer-centered organization. No loyalty system can do this. No customer satisfaction calls can do this. No customer satisfaction forms can do this. Building a customer-centered organization requires service from the heart. For more information on building a customer-centered organization, you can contact me. This has been Richard with You Can Make It, Episode 7, Building a Customer-Centered Organization. Tune in for Episode 8, when we are going to talk about finding your USP. USP refers to Unique Selling Proposition. Thanks for listening.